Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you are about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. One of the things that I have learned when people say, well, uh, we don't know what the will of God is and, you know, I don't believe that everything is for us today. Well, I'm I'm just going to kind of just point out this understanding. If that's truth, then faith is not for us today. Uh, if, if, and let me, you know, some people say, well, I'm not sure uh, about certain graces uh, that God has provided for us, except for the grace of salvation. Well, what is salvation? See, this, that, that topic in itself tells us that there's several things in salvation. Salvation is exactly what that means. It doesn't just mean that we're being saved for eternal life only. You have that life right now. You're an eternal being right now. The things on the inside of you can begin to manifest by the Spirit of God that's in you, by the Word of God that's in you. As you begin to apply the Word of God, as you begin to meditate on the Word of God, as you begin to speak the things and the promises of God according to your faith. When you pray, we pray by faith. When you're praying, we need to learn to pray by faith. What is that faith? Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10, 17. So the word that you're taught, the word that you hear, the word that you get on the inside of you, if you're getting taught about a, a different things that provide doubt, unbelief, or limits the word of God, you know, my Bible says that there is nothing impossible to those who believe. The Bible also tells us that with God all things are possible. So when those two combine together, as you see the anointing in Christ that was upon him and the woman's faith that reached out and grabbed a hold of that anointing, when she grabbed a hold of that anointing, it manifested on the inside of her. I believe that same grace is still available today. I believe that we have greater access than they did then to the anointing of God. The Bible says that we all can come boldly before that throne of mercy. We will obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We have access. There is no limit to grace. And we need to have an unlimited mind and heart when it comes to the manifestation of what God can do and will do in our life. Be it unto you according to your faith. Glory to God. I tell you today, it's so important that we build ourselves up today. If faith has not been done away with, then that woman's faith You see, if faith has not been done away with and that woman's faith made her whole, I want us to have a look today as we examine what happened with her and what happened in this story because it's so important what happened with this woman. The Bible says in verse 25, it said this woman who had this issue of blood 12 years, suffered for a long time, whatever today you might be suffering or however you might be suffering, whether it be physical, mental, or emotional, or financial, what is God's will? Well, that will has not changed. No. And in one moment, though, everything can change for you right now. The things that are on the outside of you today can begin to line up to what's going on on the inside of you today. It'll line up to your faith. It's going to line up to that as you... Grab a hold of the grace of God in that area today. The Bible teaches us that God will do miracles. God teaches us that we can know his will. God teaches us that his will is that we do prosper. The Bible teaches us that his will 
tells us that he will heal, he will deliver, he will set us free. Even the Bible tells us that the anointing that was upon Jesus says that he came to preach the gospel to the poor. Glory to God. That's not just poor in spirit. That's the poor. Glory to God. The Bible also tells us that he came, that that anointing that is upon him was to set captives free, cause those that are blind to see. And I don't believe that. Now, we can say the captives. We can say that's naturally and spiritually. The blind, naturally and spiritually. The poor, naturally and spiritually. And to set at liberty them that are bruised. That means the person who is bound in sin, those who've been bruised emotionally, bruised physically, maybe from an environment that they grew up in, maybe some kind of uh, thing that's been going on in their lives, just like with this woman for 12 years. This disease had bruised her. But I want you to see something today. She said she had this for 12 years. Verse 26 says, and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was none better, but rather grew worse. This could be your situation today in some area of your life. But we need to look at God today and not, not man for the will of God. We need to look to God, his word for his will coming to pass. Oftentimes we look to man too often times, to bring the will of God somewhere on the outside to pass. No, we look to God, and we'll begin to see how God begins to move in areas to bring his will to pass. The Bible says in verse 27, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Verse 27 has a lot in it. The Bible says, for she heard about Jesus. You see that? For she heard. How does faith come? By hearing. So what did this woman hear of Jesus? Well, she must have heard that Jesus was a healer. She heard that Jesus was a healer. She heard that somehow that miracles were taking place. And so she had heard this. And then listen to what happened next, verse 28. She said, after she heard, she, and the Bible says that she came in a crowd, touched his garment. But look at verse 28, what happened before she touched his garment. For she said, after she heard, if I only may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. Oh my. What? Did you see this? The doctors had said to her, Something else. All that she had spent on trying to be healed was speaking something else to her the whole time. Think about it for a moment. That pain that she was feeling, the thing that she was going through, the suffering that she felt, the emotional distraught that she was going through. There is no person alive that would, who had not have yet heard of Jesus or understood this area, and even though even us, who oftentimes who know the word of God and by faith that we're learning to walk and live by even sometimes pressures of life come and things that we go through even when we know and understand the word and the will of God even then sometimes we begin to say you know what 
Oh, Jesus, this is becoming pretty heavy on me. I don't know what to do. What direction should I go? And things of that nature. This woman, she had just, after all of these things, she heard of Jesus. And she said, I tell you, that is so important today. When you hear the word of God, you need to have an initial reaction with your mouth. Get your speaker connected to your believer. That's your spirit. When faith comes into your spirit, get your mouth in operation. Glory to God. Begin to say what God said. Begin to speak that truth out. If there's a financial situation today, you begin to say, my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That which I have sown in the name of Jesus is coming up as a harvest for me. In the name of Jesus Christ, because I'm a tither, that devourer is rebuked off of my life and the authority and in the name of Jesus Christ, because I seek to do the will of God, I will know the will of God and nothing is going to stop the will of God from coming to pass in my life for by his stripes I am healed in the name of Jesus Christ. All of my sins are forgiven. I have been washed made clean. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities and by his stripes I am healed. The chastisement for my peace was put upon him. Glory to God, we need to learn to receive it. We need to learn to get our speaker connected to our believer. This is what happened with this woman. She began to say before she saw or before she felt in her body. She believed and she said because she heard. She heard, believed, and spoke before she felt. This is, the, this is what we see in the Word of God. This is what the Bible teaches us. Then the Bible says, if we'll read and understand, after that, verse 34 says, after she had touched him, the Bible says, power went out from him. Verse 34, and he said unto her daughter, your faith, your faith, has made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of that pledge. Isn't that powerful? You might say, well, that was Jesus. He did that. I can get it if Jesus did it. Well, Acts chapter 3 tells us about Peter and John going into the temple in the hour of prayer. And the Bible says that when as they went into the temple in the hour of prayer, I'm going to read that to you just for a moment. Acts chapter 3. And it says in verse 16, I'm going to give you a little background before I read that. But it says that uh, they went into the hour of prayer. There was a lame man who was sitting at the gate, the gate beautiful. And he was lame and begging. And they were passing by. They were going to pass him by. And they were going into the temple for prayer. And they stopped and looked upon him. And that man looked at them. And Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. The Bible says that they reached down and helped him up, and he received strength, and he went into the temple leaping and praising God. But there's a background story to this as well. There's a little something that we need to understand. Because the Bible says when, before he looked, before uh, Peter said that, that man looked up to receive something from them. You know, this man... 
had been around Jerusalem. He'd been around. He heard about the things of Jesus. He knew that these guys had been with Jesus. I want you to pay attention to this because look in verse 16. Peter said this because everybody was looking at Peter and John and saying, well, maybe you guys did something while you must be worshipped yourselves. Others were doubting. Others were declaring other things. And Peter said no. And he interrupted it. He says, here's how this worked. In verse 16, he says, and his name, speaking of Jesus, this is how this man was healed. And his name, through faith in his name, and his name, through faith in his name. You know, that reminds me of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. I believe it is. Where it says that by grace are you saved through faith. By grace are you saved through faith. Here you see, and his name through faith in his name has made this man strong. Whom you now see and know. Whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Did you see that? Yes, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Glory to God. Oh, praise the Lord. You know, the Bible tells us that faith comes to us by the word of God, by hearing the word of God. You know, in Mark chapter 5, if we look back with Jairus' daughter, the, that's how it started. Jairus, a ruler of the synagogue, came to Jesus, begged him to come to lay hands on his daughter to make her whole because she was dying. He started that way. This woman comes up, interrupts the procession of going to Jairus' house. And in this momentary time of interruption, a man came from Jairus' house and told Jairus, and said, Forget it, don't even bother Jesus no more. Your daughter is dead. Jesus turned around to that man and he looked at that man and he said, Jairus, do not fear, only believe. See, there's a lot going on in that story. Jesus told that man, do not fear. Looks like it was dead. But Jairus came to Jesus in faith knowing that if he laid hands on her, on his daughter, and that was his ask, that's what he asked her. Remember, the woman said, if I could just touch him, I could be whole. Jairus comes to Jesus and says, if you will touch her, she will be whole. According to your faith, how do you see that in the Spirit? Are you touching the anointing and receiving in that? Or is Jesus going to reach out and touch that? Are you with me? How do you see that happening today? Your actions of sowing and reaping? Glory to God. How do you need that breakthrough? You're speaking and believing. Glory to God. The Bible says Jesus told and taught us in Mark chapter 11. He said this. In verse 22, he says, So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Verse 23, For surely I say to you, Whoever will say to this mountain, Be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe those things which he says uh, will be done. He will have whatever he says. Verse 24 says, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. If you notice, Jesus coupled something here with a command. Jesus coupled our faith working and the access that we have into this grace by a command. 
What do I mean by that? Well, in John 13, verse 34, says this. John 13, verse 34 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples, if you have loved one for another. John 14, 21, Jesus said, in John 14, 21, he says, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Verse 23 says of the same chapter, Jesus said to them, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. See, this is important to our faith working. Forgive in your heart. Look to do the will of God. Seek to do the will of God. Forgive in your heart. Forgive those things around. You can't carry bitterness and strife and envy and evil work on the inside of you while you believe in God to do the will of God in your life and see it manifested. Now we have to turn from those things. We have to lay those things at the feet of Jesus and we pray over others. We pray over those things and we begin to seek to do the will of God. And Jesus said, when you speak to the mountain, tell it to be cast into the sea and not doubt in your heart that you believe that those things which you say will come to pass, that you'll have whatsoever you say. If somebody comes into your mind or something or an event or something happens in your mind while you're standing there speaking that out, maybe you just need to turn around and say, you know what? Glory to God, if something comes in your mind of, of sin or something that pops into your head about uh, unforgiveness or how you uh, behaving towards your spouse possibly or something of that nature, that uh, you have a wrong in there in your spirit, in your mind, will you just lay that at the feet of Jesus? You say, Jesus, forgive me for that. God, I forgive them. Forgive me. Teach me how to love. Teach me how to walk in that. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to do it. God, I'm going to do your will. I'm going to obey your command. Because, you know, the Bible says in the book of Romans, it says that the commands of God, all of the commands of God are fulfilled in one word that you love. I tell you, it's so important. What does love do? Well, love covers a multitude of sin. The Bible says as Christ has forgiven you, that we also need to forgive others. You see, there's no place to keep unforgiveness in your spirit. There's no place you can justify that before God because in the spirit there's a law that's working in the spirit either the law of sin and death which is there and see unforgiveness is a part of that if a person is never comes to a place of asking God to forgive them and they keep separation from God in eternity if they're never born again and they're still walking in a place of being uh, uh, apart from God. They'll be apart from God in eternity, for eternity, the Bible says. But see, even here, what I'm trying to say to you is, is we have no place to hold unforgiveness towards others. And the Bible says that that place starts in the house of God. I tell you, it's so important today. When you have backbiters and gossipers and liars and other things going on in the church, when people are bringing railing accusations against others. I tell you, that stuff needs to go and lay it down at the feet of Jesus if you want to see your prayers answered. You want to see that faith working, the Bible teaches us. You need to lay it at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Ephesians, I'm going to close with this. 
Because I believe that as we begin to understand what the will of God is, we begin to find out that Jesus has taught us that we can know the will of God. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 9 says, Having made known to us the very mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself. Verse 10, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. Verse 11, in him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him, who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you also trusted, after that you have, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Do you see that? I tell you, that is an important word, isn't it? The Bible says after you heard the word, you trusted in that word. And it became your salvation. In whom also having believed, speaking of Jesus, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise which is the earnest of your inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. I tell you, that's so important. In Matthew chapter 9, the Bible talks about, in verse 27, after Jesus left Jairus' house, he went to Jairus' house, he prayed for his daughter, his daughter rose up and was healed. She She was raised from the dead. He leaves the house, and two blind men came up. It said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us. And Jesus asked them, do you believe that I'm able to heal you? They said, yes, Lord. He touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, verse 29, let it be done unto you. He touched their eyes and said, be According to your faith, let it be done unto you. Paul's praying that the eyes of your understanding today, Jesus said he's anointed to cause the blind to see. I believe that spiritually and naturally. Today, to see the will of God for you. To know that the will of God is to heal, to provide, is to do good towards you, not of evil, to give you a hope and an expectation for a good end. No matter what you see with these eyes, God will give you a better eye 
that you see in the Spirit the will of God being done. And when you begin to say it out of your mouth and you begin to point your prayers that direction and you hold fast to the profession of your faith without wavering and you get the Word of God in your mouth which is the sword of the Spirit and you begin to wield that Word in the Spirit in your prayer time in your wherever you are and, and you begin to speak the Word of God over those things, you're going to begin to see those things turn. You're going to begin to see those things come to pass no matter how long it may be, no matter how long it takes, the Word of God, I believe, will prevail. The Bible says in Ephesians, verse 19, And what is the exceeding greatness of His power toward us who believe? According to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principality and power, might and dominion. Every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all today. He's filling you today with the knowledge of His will. He's stirring your heart up today to believe God, to speak to that mountain, to stand in faith, to forgive, to walk in love, to hold fast to the profession of your faith without wavering, to look unto God for your answer. Look to the Word. Let the Spirit speak to you today. And he'll recall back to your memories the things that he has spoken to you. Cast down imaginations that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. Whether it be even be bad teaching, because I tell you, the devil will jump on a seed that you've heard somehow and try to tell you, yeah, but, well, you know, maybe this is not for you. Remember what you did back then. Remember who you used to be. Maybe what you did today that wasn't whatever. Listen, you put all that under the blood. You stand fast upon that covenant of Jesus Christ. Maybe the devil will tell you, yeah, well, that healing must have been for somebody else, but it's not the will of God for you today. No, we stand fast upon the Word of God. No matter how the fight of faith we have to fight, no matter what that fight is, we fight by faith. It's a faith fight. We'll see it happen in Jesus' name. Stir up your pure mind today after righteousness. I pray today that your eyes are open. That the anointing of the Holy Spirit right now is showing you today that His promises are yes and amen to you. They're assured. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.